Welcome to the Miller Group Real Estate Show, Amelia Island's number one source for real estate news, market analysis, and more. Starring top producing real estate agents, James and Dave Miller. With over $32 million of sales on the plantation, the Miller Group is your go-to real estate advisor for the plantation and Amelia Island. Now to our hosts, James and Dave Miller. All right. Well, good afternoon. This is James Miller here along with Dave Miller with the Miller Group here on Amelia Island. And this is our first ever episode of the Miller Group Real Estate Show. And we are excited to bring you real estate news and analysis that is relevant and in-depth about our local markets here on Amelia Island and the plantation in particular. We have a great plan or a great episode planned for you today. We're going to look at the current status of the plantation real estate market, as well as Nassau County and how these trends might impact our local markets. So, Dad, would you like to start us off by uh, talking about recent trends here on the plantation? Yeah, James, uh, kind of interesting. We did a recent analysis looking at sales on the plantation over the past 10 years, and it's noteworthy that we have not yet gotten back to our peak pricing, which occurred back in 2006 with, with our peak pricing here at the plantation. Uh, we're probably back, it looks like, somewhere close to 85 90% in general across both condos and single-family homes. But it's interesting to note the uh, transaction numbers have uh, gotten back just about to where they were peak numbers, which were peaked around two, 205 transactions which are almost getting close to about 10% of the total inventory of, of, of properties on the plantation. And during the last two years, we've been right at the 200, just under the 200 level uh, for 2017 and 2018 at 192 and 199. I think generally a more typical kind of year is probably closer to 150, uh, but it just shows kind of the, the spark and in the interest in sales that have picked up here in the last few years. And one of the things that's kind of interesting is that, you know, unlike a lot of the country that have exceeded their 2006 peaks, we're still a little bit below that. And our values were very attractive going into this. And I think the fact that we have not accelerated, our, our pricing has not accelerated in the last six or seven years, uh, we're still keeping a very attractive uh, profile in terms of valuation compared to other parts of of Florida in particular, and it made our area, I think, a real appeal, appealing uh, value for people. And we've seen folks move here from uh, from other parts of Florida, uh, I think because of the value trends that we offer and having the same kind of tax benefit that we have that uh, in other parts of the state obviously makes this a, a very attractive area. Yeah, you notice a lot of, we, we talked to some buyers at we're interested in looking at Ponte Vedra or St. Augustine and really are, are considering Amelia now where I think over the past 20 years, uh, a lot of a lot of folks um, were, were considering Ponte Vedra to be a better place for younger families because of the school systems. And now that we've made progress and our school systems are rated A, which we'll, we'll talk about a little bit later, but that has made us very competitive with a lot of other parts of Florida. So just to look at a few of uh, sales pricing from 2018, uh, we're going to talk about that here. We're going to come up with a more in-depth analysis in our usual Miller report that we'll uh, send out through email. But uh, just for a quick glance back at 2018, average sales prices were up 22%. Now, part of that was really just a, a mix in the or change in the mix of units sold. 
Uh, for example, uh, an oceanfront home sold in 2018 where it did one did not sell in 2017, and and those outliers kind of inflated the average price a little bit. But even once you removed some of those outliers, the average price was still up 7% over 2017. Uh, another metric that we like to look at is what would the sales price per square foot be uh, once you remove land value. Um, by removing land value, that allows us to compare uh, properties that have drastically different land values. For example, uh, a marshfront home would be a, a different land value than an oceanfront home versus a golf course or a non-view home. So by removing those land values, we're able to get a better sense of what the overall market is doing. And uh, once you take out the land value, the average price per square foot was up 17%. Um, so really, with that being said, we're seeing still the trend that homes that are updated and in good shape are really taking advantage of the increasing prices. Um, and those are really the homes that are driving the market here on the plantation. It's interesting that uh, when you look at Nassau County, uh, the county had a tough December, so single-family homes sales were down 22.2%, and condo sales were down 55%, which uh, surprised me that they were down so far. Uh, part of the reason single-family homes have been down on, in Nassau County is inventory's been a little bit low compared to it where it has been, but condo sale inventory was actually up 16.5% in December, so that does not explain why condo sales were down 55%. Uh, and this trend does mirror the rest of the country. National home sales were down 10.3% in December compared to last year, according to the Wall Street Journal. What's interesting is the plantation has not necessarily experienced the same downturn. Um, sales, uh, Single-family home sales in December were even with in 2018 as compared to 2017, and condo sales were down too. But when you look at and you move into January sales, since we're here at the end of January, um, while the sale numbers of single family homes were down, but inventory, inventory was down quite a bit as well. However, the pending number of sales in January are actually up with lower inventory. So to me, I think that's a good sign that, um, that the plantation is not as not experiencing the same trends necessarily that Nassau County and the nation are experiencing. So when we look at the national uh, scene, some of the reasons why the market has slowed down uh, is affordability. We're seeing interest rates have increased over 2018, as well as uh, income has not increased as much as home prices. So that's creating a, a affordability problem in a lot of areas in the country. Uh, what's interesting, though, is although December was slower and sales were down, the home prices still increased 2.9% over previous December. However, that was the slowest increase since March of 2012. Uh, another reason that, that could have impacted the housing market uh, in December was the market fluctuations throughout the fourth quarter of 2018 could have created some uncertainty in the markets. What's interesting is a lot of the change of growth, though, across the country can be attributed to markets which have experienced unusual growth in the past decade. So Seattle, much of California, Denver, Maryland, Delaware, and Philadelphia all experienced double-digit declines in the number of sales that occurred in December. 
So a lot of these markets um, that are that are being impacted by some some tax changes and and whatnot have impacted the uh, these slowdown in sales in December. So, Dad, you want to talk a little bit about that? Well, yeah, clearly the the, the impact out on the West Coast and uh, California are really driven by how quickly the prices have shot up uh, along the West Coast. That's been a big issue, and I think that coupled with uh, the impact that they've had with the Chinese market pulling back is, is uh, and those buyers really helped push uh, incredible buying sprees out in, good, uh, in a number of parts of the West Coast, and, and the pullback there really has impacted, I think, the, uh, the demand for, for properties and, and pricing has started to, to drop off. The big opportunity still, though, the limitation of the state and local tax deduction um, the the uh, the fact that we are uh, no income tax state uh, has huge implications in terms of making Florida a friendly place uh, and a destination for a lot of people that are looking to move. And those um, that's really impacted the the high state tax locations like New York and and California and Connecticut and, mm-hmm. and a number of others. Uh, and and even those that have a little bit lesser rate, the fact uh, that people can. Uh, come to Florida and not pay a tax is a huge, it's a huge drawing card here. So how will these uh, national trends impact our local markets? Um, we will feel some effects if the slowdowns in other areas continue. Obviously people, if they, they're moving here and they can't sell their homes back north, they, that will impact them being able to purchase homes here. However, overall we think uh, things look positive for our area Florida is going to be the big beneficiary of buyers looking for friendlier taxes and warmer weather. LendingTree actually published a study showing state migration patterns, and Florida was the number one state that people were looking to move to. Um, also, Northeast Florida, I think, stands to, to be a big benefit or beneficiary even over other areas in Florida. As South Florida continues to get more populated and more expensive, people are looking to consider Northeast Florida more than South Florida, and we're also seeing people from South Florida looking to relocate here uh, to Northeast Florida. Another thing we would like to look at is the plantation and how it fares compared to the rest of Northeast Florida. And what we're seeing among younger families who will be the, the future buyers here on Amelia Island, they are really looking for great amenity packages. And the plantation offers the best amenity package out of anywhere in, on Amelia Island or even, I think, in Northeast Florida. So I think the plantation is going to be well situated to take advantage of uh, people moving to Northeast Florida. And another thing to consider as a part of that amenity package is our private beach access. So as Yuli continues to develop, the Fernandina beaches are going to become more crowded as that will be the main beach access for all of Yuli. And I think as that continues to occur, the plantation will continue to appreciate even more than, than what Amelia Island will in general. And Dad, uh, you want to talk a little bit about some of the other amenities and uh, moving forward and what that means for plantation property values? Yeah, I think it's, it's interesting that um, what, what the both, it's really driven by our residents here and the residents' involvement in both the community association through the AIPCA and with the Amelia Island Club have made some really wise decisions over the past few years in particular in terms of enhancing the critical structures that are vital to 
people when they evaluate our community. And that and I'm talking about there is the Ocean Clubhouse uh, from the club's perspective, and then the, the, uh, the new community center um, that the AIPCA is building. Both of these are under construction currently and, and should finish up somewhere close to the end of uh, 2019 and will be huge additions. Uh, these are both uh, you know, a $10 million and a $4 million additions. So they're very substantial and, and, and critical in terms of how uh, new folks uh, view our areas. One of the interesting things, too, is that as we look to Gen X and then even millennial buyers coming in, a lot of these folks will be people working. I don't think they'll be considering our community, as James talked about, because of the fact that we've got these great A schools now. Nassau County is doing terrifically well, and this will, will put us in consideration uh, for a lot of folks uh, uh, that would consider moving to Florida. And a big piece of it is that these folks, the Gen Xers and the Millennials, will still be working. They can work remotely or they travel, and, the, and from Amelia Island to uh, the airport is a uh, reasonable consideration for people. Uh, so I think you'll see we, we become a lot more appealing uh, to that, those two demographics, which is a very positive for both property values and uh, how, things are, how things move forward here. The, plant, the beauty of the plantation has is, is always been about our tree canopy and the beauty of the land, the marshes, the ocean, the beaches. And I believe we've done an excellent job here over the years of, of working hard to maintain those, to maintain the tree canopy canopy to take care and, and have really terrific amenity packages through Walker's Landing, Drummond Park, uh, Long Point Golf Course, and the Ocean Clubhouse now and, and the Community Center, all those being critical assets that are being invested on and were voted uh, overwhelmingly supported by both a vote of the club members and the community in, in cases of, of those two uh, new developments. So it's all, I think, very positive uh, moving forward in terms of us putting us uh, in, a, in, a, in a com good competitive advantage compared to many other communities uh, in the southeast, uh, resort-type communities, coastal communities that others might consider. And it's also one of the concerns we've heard from people are that what about the age of our homes and the fact that a lot were built in the 80s and 90s and even 70s, but I think when you've mentioned this before that we think our homes are more updated now than they have been ever in the past 10 years. Just drive down any of the streets on the plantation and you'll see tons of contractors working to update homes and with 10% or almost 10% of the inventory on, on the plantation turning over in a year, we're seeing a lot of updates occur which will uh, really help take property values or take advantage of the natural beauty here on the plantation. Yeah, new buyers are certainly doing that, and it's uh, it's changing the, the structure and in, enhancing the values. And we've talked about this before. We would encourage uh, all of you who, as opposed to waiting when you decide to sell your property to make these kind of critical updates, do it early. Do it early on when uh, when you're still living there, so you can enjoy it, and then have a uh, it'll enhance your resale positioning too when it comes time to sell. Thank you for listening to our first episode of the Miller Group Real Estate Show. We will be back next month to update you further on local real estate trends. Also, make sure to subscribe to our Miller Report newsletter, which covers more in-depth market analysis for plantation real estate. As always, if you have any questions about local real estate or know anyone who might need real estate assistance, please reach out to us. You can email us at millergroupofamelia at gmail.com. Again, that's millergroupofamelia at gmail.com. 
Thank you and stay tuned for our next episode.